It's been an amazing season for the Eagles, beyond the expectations of even the most die-hard fans. And tonight, here in the Pacific Northwest, this 10-1 football team can officially capture the NFC East. Good evening, everyone. Merrill Reese and Mike Quick. Happy to be with you at CenturyLink Field in Seattle, Washington. Wilson back. Wilson hit. Wilson sacked. Back at the 7-yard line by Brandon Graham. He fires, and it is caught for a touchdown, Jimmy Graham. Here is Elliott for a short field goal. It is up, and it is good, so the Eagles are finally on the board. Wentz comes right back on a quarterback draw, fumbles the football, and they're going to say it's a touchback. The Seahawks are going to take over at the 20. Wentz back. Wentz looking. He's stepping up. He's rolling. He's being chased. He fires the football, and it is caught! Caught along the far sideline, and making the catch and finally being thrown out of bounds is Nelson Aguilar. His hands, he takes the snap, he's looking, he steps up, he pumps, he is floating it for Aguilar. Touchdown, Aguilar! Wentz found Aguilar, a little Russell Wilson magic of his own. The Eagles are back in this game. Wilson takes the snap, he's looking. He is firing, wide open, McKissick touchdown. Intercepted by guess who? Byron Maxwell. Oh, does that hurt? The score is the Seahawks 24, the Eagles 10. Welcome to the Eagles Live podcast. Instant reaction late on Sunday night from CenturyLink Field in Seattle. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro and the Eagles falling to the Seahawks 24-10 in prime time. Too many mistakes. The Eagles sloppy in this game. A nine-game winning streak is the end. Eagles now 10-2, still very comfortably in front in the NFC East, but they are now tied for the overall best record in the NFC with the Minnesota Vikings. Eagles held to just three points in the first half. Carson Wentz unable to really get anything going with the offense. They ran for 91 yards, but nothing in the passing game. No chunk yardage for the Eagles Really surprising the way the Eagles came out and attacked Seattle. Wentz in that first half, just 9 of 13, 45 yards. In the second half, Wentz was big, but the Eagles opening in that second half, down 10-3, driving the length of the field, and then Carson Wentz trying to get into the end zone on a scramble. Lost possession of the football, popped loose by defensive tackle Sheldon Richardson. The ball went out of the back of the end zone for a touchback. The Eagles still trailed 10-3, and then Seattle came down with an 11-play, 80-yard touchdown drive. Russell Wilson to lock it, one of Wilson's three touchdown passes for the game. So the Eagles just not enough offense and not enough stopping Russell Wilson. So we'll begin the instant reaction with this podcast. On the defensive side of the ball, playing against Russell Wilson, very difficult. Wilson, 20 of 31, 227 yards, three touchdowns. He was sacked twice, but he He escaped so much pressure, ran for 31 yards, and gave the Eagles fits. We begin with safety Corey Graham, who was involved in a key play, making a tackle just as Wilson pitched the football on a third and eight play to Mike Davis, the running back who gained the first down, kept the drive alive, one that the Seahawks eventually scored on. Here is safety Corey Graham talking about, of course, the magic man, Russell Wilson. Heck of a player. I mean, he does a lot with his legs. He buys times to make plays. Man, he's a ball player. I mean, he's scrambling. He's buying time. He's making guys miss. He's spinning. I mean, he's a heck of a player. Guys had him at certain situations and things like that. He just found ways to make plays. And when it's all said and done, he just made more plays than we did. 
you expect that from them? I mean, you see it every week. Yeah, we knew it going into it. You see it on the film. Um, we had a good game plan against it, but obviously, I mean, you know how it is. Sometimes it's better in person than it is on film. I mean, you see some of the things that he was able to do. Um, he's buying time. He's spinning out of plays. He's amazing today, man. He just did a heck of a job. He was better than us. How disappointing is it to come here and lose this game? I mean, it's disappointing to lose any game. Um, obviously, this is our second loss of the season. We never want to go into a game and lose. Um, but once all said and done, they just played better as a team than we did. We had too many mistakes. Um, you can't come in an environment like this and win having that many mistakes. Obviously, it's going to be times and situations where things don't go your way. Um, it's going to be how you bounce back from it. I mean, we've got a tough opponent next week. we got to continue to go watch film and make sure we're ready and prepared to go. When it's all said and done, I mean, this is what you see what you're made of. Defensive tackle Brandon Graham had a fine game. Great pressure, got to Wilson. Fantastic job by Graham, but it wasn't enough as the Eagles came up still grasping at air when trying to get after Wilson as they expected. A very difficult assignment. Graham had one and a half sacks, two tackles for lost, and two quarterback hurries. Just not enough. Here is Brandon Graham, Eagles defensive end, in the locker room. Yeah, it's big. You know, we got to get off the field on third down. Uh, we have some plays out there, like I say, that we wish we could have back. But, you know, in these games like this, we can't give nobody nothing, uh, nothing for free. And that's what we talk about. And we gave a bunch of free things today, and Seattle took advantage of it. And, you know, like I say, that's what great teams do. Russell Wilson is Russell Wilson. He made some plays today. And, you know, we just got to go clean it up. Brandon, what's it like to play against Russell for 60 minutes? I mean, is it like grasping at air? You got to be in shape. You know, you got to be able to run around with him. That's how he does it. He has you run around, and, you know, some guys are not conditioned enough to, you know, stay running around. I don't think that's the case with us. I just think, you know, he just found some guys uh, that was open and he took care of our mistakes. You know, uh, I think when you plan somebody like that, we got to keep playing Team D and nobody can blow assignment. Like I say, it's the little things that crept up on us that kind of took over in this game and um, it showed bad. What do you expect from this team moving forward? Uh, I expect us to just bounce back. I expect us to go out here Tuesday and work our butt off, you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, we tend to, you know, as much as we want to come out and be 11-1, it didn't happen. But, you know, we tend to. We still got everything by the hands. Everything is out in front of us. We just can't have a meltdown. We got to go out here and trust and believe that if we don't beat ourselves, we win the game. And we just got to work on that. Join the inaugural Eagles Autism Challenge, a cycling run-walk event to fund autism research. It's a day for the entire region to become a team. Have fun and together advance autism research. For more info, visit eaglesautismchallenge.org. I had a chance to get into the locker room and talk with safety Malcolm Jenkins after this loss. Some big picture perspective from the Eagles safety. I mean, the biggest thing, you know, for us is, is you know, each guy's got to answer to themselves, you know, did they prepare as well as they needed to? And if the answer is yes, then you live with the results. You know, that's a good team that we played. It's a hostile environment. Uh, they made some plays. You know, you look at, you know, the game Russell Wilson had, some of the things, you know, that he did. We're going to go back and watch the tape and you'll have no answer for it. But there's definitely some mistakes that we made that we got to clean up. But at the end of the day, you know, we've lived and died on our preparation. And so if you feel good about how you prepared and what you've done leading up to this, you know, you can't get upset about the result. You know, sometimes it happens. And it's been going our way, obviously, all year. Um, but it doesn't change who we are. It doesn't change what we're doing. I think as we stay out here on the West Coast, we've got to dive back into our preparation. Another road game, another quality team we're going to see. And so I think we'll just double down in a week and, and see what happens uh, next Sunday. He's a human, you know, joystick, man. It's, it's, you know, some of that stuff, he's, you know, he gets out of the pocket and your D-line can't get to him. You've got guys covered on the back end and all of a sudden they're scrambling around. So even, you know, if you pull them up, you get a holding call on the back end just because it's, it's hard to stay with those receivers for that long. Uh, he makes some great throws under pressure. You know, and, and his ability to improvise is the biggest thing. The one, you know, he gets out of the pocket. Our DBs, you know, we're taught staying covered until he crosses the line of scrimmage. He crosses it and then he option pitches it out. You know, those are things you can't really prepare for. And, um, 
you know, those are plays that, you know, that's what makes him special and obviously a dangerous quarterback. Did you feel the big sequence was when the offense fumbled out of the end zone and they came down and, and scored the touchdown? Whenever you got an opportunity to score some points and then you give up the ball, that's a huge turning point in the game. And then defensively, we weren't able to get a stop. That was a huge, you know, turning point, but we're still battling, you know, after that. Uh, it's just, you know, that's, that was definitely a crucial part of the game. Rookie defensive end Derek Barnett, his first taste of Wilson. What was it like? Here's rookie defensive end Derek Barnett. He's, he's a scrambler, as, as you can see. Very athletic, can run and throw. So, you know, he's going to make his plays, but you can't get discouraged. We just got to keep on going and you know, keep on rushing. So we had opportunities. we we'll watch film, make corrections, and get back to work. So it's not the outcome we wanted, but we'll be all right. Is it hard not to get frustrated chasing him around, thinking that you have him, and then poof, he's gone? As a D-line, you just got to keep on going. You're not going to get there every time. You just keep on rushing, putting pressure on over and over, and just not get, get discouraged. So that was our plan. The offense just not enough. A good effort in the latter part of the game, but the Eagles just unable. After a season full of 20-point games, they came up with just 10. So let's go to the offensive side of the ball now. Carson Wentz, the big turnover. He was 29 of 45, 348 yards, sacked three times, one touchdown, and one interception, along with that fumble in the red zone. The Eagles 0 of 2 in the red zone. Here is Carson Wentz after the game. Tough to do that on the road, close situations like that, especially when you're down there at the one-yard line. Tough to do that and expect to win. You know, especially coming out first drive of the second half the way we did. You know, we were kind of we were rolling there. Yeah, just can't put it on the ground. Yeah, we were just trying to figure out what what was working for us. You know, through through the ground, through the air. You know, and we were we were obviously a little stagnant there early on. But yeah, they didn't do anything differently. Um, to take those guys away, we just you know that was just kind of the way way things happen. Yeah, I mean the, the message is always just keep going forward. You know, keep going forward. Be one to know every day of practice. Be one to know every week. I mean that message won't change. You know, that message won't change. And we'll go back. We'll watch the tape. We'll see you know where our mistakes were made. We'll clean some things up. But like I said, you know we have a mature locker room. A lot of good guys um, that are willing willing to work. You know, willing to put the blame on themselves when when necessary. Necessary and we're not going to point fingers. You know, we're not going to point fingers. We're just going to keep plugging along and we'll, we'll have the same message that we've had all year. Yeah, we'll be fine. You know, we'll be fine. This is the, the guys in this locker room. We're all mature. We all kind of, we'll all respond just fine. You know, we're all frustrated about this one, but yeah, we're, we're not too worried. I think we'll be just fine. I'm safety Malcolm Jenkins of the Philadelphia Eagles. It's intercepted by Jenkins. And you're listening to the Eagles Live podcast with Dave Spinero. Malcolm Jenkins takes it in for a touchdown and the Eagles take the lead. <laughs> Boy, what a play. What a play. Guard Brandon Brooks disappointed with the Eagles' performance. I go one-on-one with Brandon Brooks. Brandon, what do you take from a performance like this, a game like this? First and foremost, obviously, you know, give them credit. Great team. What I take from it is, you know, when you're playing teams like this, you know, teams that, you know, annually go to the playoffs, teams that, you know, not too long ago were in the Super Bowl, you got to bring your A game. You got to start fast. You got to finish strong. You probably didn't start too hot. Just speaking offensively, probably didn't start too hot the way we wanted to. You know, we moved the ball, ran the ball, but, you know, didn't get in the end zone as much as we needed to. And probably the biggest thing is when you're, you know, playing teams like this, man, you know, we've been there and done that. You know, once something like this happens, man, the lesson has to be learned before, you know, the next week. You know, obviously, we got the Rams coming up, also a good team. We can't make the same mistakes we did out there today versus Rams. Otherwise, you know, it would probably be the same outcome. So The red zone, you've been so good in the red zone leading the league today, not not as good. Uh, any explanation for what happened? Like you said, not as good, man. Uh, didn't execute, you know, the way that we, we have been. You know, there's no excuse for that. Like I said, going forward to the next week, can't have the same mistakes, the same penalties, because, uh, you know, we're playing another good team. Um, so, is noise a factor at all? Nah, uh, we've been, we've been in you know loud environments before. You know the offensive line itself is you know a little bit older. We've played in you know environments like this. Noise wasn't wasn't a big deal, but from an execution standpoint, we didn't execute perform.
Veteran wide receiver Torrey Smith thinks it's just a matter of some missed execution as the Eagles packed up late on Sunday night and went to Los Angeles. Another big game for the Eagles against the Rams next Sunday. Here is wide receiver Torrey Smith after the game. Tori, you wanted to come in here and continue this hot streak. Is it really just a matter of not taking advantage of two red zone opportunities? Absolutely. Uh, I feel like, you know, again, I try to say this and not sound bad. Like, Seattle didn't do a great job because you know, Russell Wilson was out there like a magician. But I feel like, for us, I feel like we shot ourselves in the foot, especially offensively. We had some opportunities to, to score touchdowns. We were moving the ball very well, but we didn't finish it, which, you know, you can't do that and expect to win on the road in a tough environment against a team that knows how to play well in these games. So that's encouraging to me because we know that, you know, it's not our character to turn the ball over or to not execute the most when it matters. Um, so for us, I think uh, let's get back to work and have a great week of practice and just continue to process you know you've been through this. There's going to be ups and downs in the course of a season. How do you think this locker room will respond? I think we'll respond the way we should respond. We've got to have a hard game against a great team in the Rams. So, and out here, we have a different challenge of trying to, you know, you're not at home practicing. It's just a little different vibe. But um, I think we'll respond very well because we need this game. You know, the Rams need this game, but we need this game. So for us, we're going to go out there and put our best forward and see what happens. Did you see it as the pivotal moment when the ball went through the back of the end zone at that first possession of the second half, and then they go down and score a 14-point turnaround? Anytime you turn the ball over, it's tough. They make some great plays, you know, themselves on offense. So um, we just have to try to finish. I just think it's probably more of a fluke play than anything. I mean, it happened. We turned the ball over. And we just can't do that, especially down there. You know, no sacks, no turnovers, no penalties, especially down the red zone. It'll cost you every time. Did you think you'd get some opportunities for some shots down the field in the passing game? Um, I thought we would. We took advantage of some of them, which is a positive. But, no, I always feel that way. And Doug Peterson, Eagles head coach, involved in some interesting calls, some ones that were questioned, some calls that he didn't make that were also questioned. Here is head coach Doug Peterson after the football game. Can't make those mistakes against good football teams on the road and expect to win. You just can't, you can't do it and did it again tonight. I think it's all on us. I mean, it's all on us. It's always been about us. And, you know, we have to execute better. We have to practice better during the week, take care of our business then, and can't have, can't have penalties and turnovers and expect to win. Everything matters. Everything matters. And particularly here down the stretch, you know, and the, and the beauty of the whole thing is that it's still in our control. And guys in that locker room are sick to their stomachs, obviously, for the loss. But at the same time, we have a great opportunity again, you know, against the another playoff caliber football team next weekend. So we just got to regroup, learn from our mistakes, and get ready for another great game next week. So the Eagles fall to 10-2, still tied for the best record in the NFC, and still the magic number is one to get to the postseason. It's on to L.A. for the Eagles with a Sunday date against Jared Goff and the 9-3 Los Angeles Rams. I'm Dave Spadaro. This is the Eagles Live podcast instant reaction from CenturyLink Field on Sunday night in Seattle. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks to Brian Thomas for putting it all together and continue to stay with us. We'll be live from Los Angeles this week with some great coverage on PhiladelphiaEagles.com and the team's official app. Thanks for joining, everyone. Have yourselves a great Eagles night, and fly, Eagles, fly. Eagles!